Hi, and welcome to episode eight of the Dinner Sisters podcast, where two sisters taking on the nightly challenge of dinner. I'm Kate Schultz, living and working in Rhode Island. I'm a passionate cook and recipe collector. I'm always thinking about my next meal. And I'm Betsy Wallace. I'm living, working, and raising a family in Atlanta, Georgia. I love dinner time with my family, um, but I don't always know what to make, which is which is one of the reasons we started this podcast. Exactly. It's one of our goals, right? We want to cook mm-hmm. a little better, learn a little bit about food, and most importantly, figure out what the heck to have for dinner. So this episode, we are going full vegetarian, and we are going to do General So's tofu from the Almond Eater. We're going to do giant lima beans with stewed tomatoes and oregano pesto from Food and Wine magazine. And we'll also end up with a chickpea shawarma flatbread from Vegetarian Adventures. I think that being vegetarian is a lot more mainstream than when we decided to go, when I decided to go vegetarian (laughs) in high school. (laughs) I remember that. Our mom was totally weirded out. Yeah. And you always kept those tofuti uh, oh ice cream bars in the freezer. I, I remember, remember that. Why yeah. didn't you do that? And I wasn't vegan. Oh. I know. But you were dating a vegan. Oh, straight right. edge vegan. Straight yeah. edge vegan. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, that relationship was interesting. And a totally mm-hmm. different podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but so despite the end of that relationship, I was, gosh, I was vegetarian for almost seven years. And, you know, even though I'm not now, I still like to have meatless meals in my rotation. And your family does too, right? We do. So Ryan likes to have vegetarian options and just for health and environmental reasons. And he's been vegetarian at certain points back and forth. And I do cook a lot from vegetarian cookbooks pretty regularly just to expand what I'm making in the kitchen. So I like Mark Bittman's How to Cook Everything Vegetarian, which I would recommend. I don't have that one, but I know Mark Mark Bittman is solid. I'm a big fan. And I'm a big fan, too, of Deborah Madison. Mm -hmm. And she's a stalwart of the vegetarian scene. She's been doing it for a long time. She's one of the first popular vegetarian cookbooks. Her cookbooks are great. And so, you know, she's another one that I would highly recommend. But we'll put both authors in our show notes. Um, So, but on to the recipes. So our first one is General So's Tofu from the Almond Eater. And General So's Tofu Chicken usually is what I hear, or tofu in this case, is a pretty common American Chinese food takeout item, um, which I thought would be a fun recipe to try for a weeknight. I chose this recipe because I thought it might come close to my ultimate Chinese food choice, bean curd homestyle from China One. Uh, Speaking of high school Mm -hmm. (laughs) relationships, this was my high school takeout haunt back in our hometown of Oshkosh. I actually um, texted a friend of mine and I said, what was the restaurant we always got Chinese takeout from? And she said, oh, my gosh, I can't remember. And then, you know, it all came flooding back to us and our memories. But we both agreed this Oh, just delicious. That crispy tofu on the outside, creamy on the inside. I have a feeling that in the case of China One, this is due to the deep fryer. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. it was. Yeah. Um, but this recipe uses a little bit of oil and cornstarch to make the tofu crisp. Yeah. So the past few years, I've been buying the extra firm tofu that's already cubed. Have you oh, seen that? I have not seen that in my, in my oh. grocery store. That's kind of nice. It is really nice, and especially when you're doing something like this because, you know, it it just makes it really easy. So um, I buy the already cubed extra firm tofu, 
And then I put it between two dinner plates lined with some paper towels to absorb moisture out of that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then weigh it down with something heavy. And then I'll do that very first, let it sit for 20 or 30 minutes while I get my other ingredients out and my pots and pans and things like yeah. that get settled. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't press my tofu, even though I do it in the block, I don't press it very long either. I suppose if I was a better, better tofu cook, I would press it longer. I just don't ever remember to press it. So um, I just put a can or two on top of a plate, kind of like mm-hmm. you did, um, pressed it for half an hour. And was good to go. Mm-hmm. The reason you're pressing it is tofu is kept with a lot of water in it. You want to press some of that water out so you're not getting this, like, waterlogged tofu grossness, which is not delicious. Um, if you press the water out, then you get a firmer tofu. You get that creaminess on the inside. It's worth spending the 20 minutes, you know, start just start things a little ahead of time and or start it as you're prepping, like you said, Betsy. I think that's a great idea. And you'll be good to go. Um, Mm -hmm. so this recipe has you cube the pressed tofu in your case, you get your ultra convenient grocery store tofu, which sounds amazing. Um, and you put the cornstarch and the soy sauce in a gallon Ziploc bag. Um, and then you make the sauce, which is, you know, orange, soy sauce, sriracha, and maple syrup. And then what you do is you fry the cornstarch coated tofu and in batches, and then you pull that all out. You add the aromatics, the orange zest, the scallions, the ginger, the garlic, and then that sauce you made, mm-hmm. add in the tofu, stir it up. And I have to say, this smelled amazing when it was cooking and it came together really quickly. Yeah, I liked this too. I did think for a weeknight meal, it was easy. It had a nice sauce. Mm-hmm. Just a solid recipe. Definitely. Easy pantry items. Yeah. Yeah, and pantry items. I mean, usually, sometimes I have to buy an orange. Sometimes I've got one rattling around, you know. I Not feel like too if, bad. You have, if you have kids... You almost always have like a <laughs> right. halo or a cutie little because right. they're so lunchboxable, you know. Right. So I actually did. I was like, Maybe "Oh, I you use just, the halo? I can just squeeze four halos in here, and that's probably fine." Hey, man. Yeah. Yeah, I think Although that sounds. They are hard idea. to zest. Because that's a difficult zesting so situation. Tiny. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you. It's got some. It's got some good sides and bad sides. Yes. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So James is, in my opinion, unnecessarily against tofu. So I ate this myself, um, but because I am a loving person, I pulled a little bit of the sauce aside and poured it over some like sauteed chicken for him because I'm amazing and yeah. really nice. Yeah. Um, and he really liked the sauce. So I, you know, I would say wrapping up, if I had to rate this, four out of five forks. Uh, and Grant likes tofu, doesn't he? How did he, he like it? He did. And it- Speaking of people who have been vegetarian, Grant will announce that he's vegetarian every once in a while. So yeah, we, yeah. so we have have that also in our house. Um, but I am going to play a little bit a clip of our discussion about the Ooh. tofu. Great. I like the recipe. I just don't like the tofu sauce. Okay, what would you like instead? No tofu sauce. What what kind of flavors would you like in a different kind of tofu sauce? I mean, chocolate chip, chocolate, and vanilla. All right. Thanks, Grant. So when I thought I was asking him what kind of sauce or flavor he would want, I was expecting mm-hmm. like a, um, I don't know, something that wasn't an ice cream flavor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying over here. I'm trying to keep it together. Yeah. 
Yes, yes. Uh, So I guess that's what you get when you solicit cooking advice from your kids. Yeah. All told, I give this about three out of five forks. I liked Mm. it. I wasn't totally crazy over it. I'm not sure it would stand out for me enough to make again. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So next one on our list is the giant lima beans with, ready for this, giant lima beans with stewed tomatoes and oregano pesto. Um, From Food and Wine. Official. Official. Isn't it? I guess very official. This recipe uses the the giant lima beans. They're almost the size of a quarter when they're soaked Mm -hmm. and baked up. They're baked in a tomato sauce with feta, cheese, and garlic. Uh, You make an oregano pesto, and then you top the baked dish with that and toasted breadcrumbs. And I am a total bean lover, and this dish really delivers on flavor. I have to admit, I was a little bit put out by having to make the pesto. It wasn't that bad. And it was a fun addition on top. Um, What did you think, Betsy? So I recipe hacked on this one and Mm. bought some fresh pesto, which I could get at our DeKalb Farmer's Market, which is good because it was nice and fresh and I didn't feel like it was, you know, like Mm -hmm. the bad stuff you get in the aisle. Um, So that was a time saver. Okay. And you need it because this recipe actually takes quite a bit of planning (laughs) and time. (laughs) Which I I totally forgot about when I told you about it. Yes, because Kate's been making this for a long time, and she said, let's put this bean recipe in. Love it. Um, And I hadn't made it before. So I instant potted the beans the day before, which we will put a link in the show notes about an easy way to just, you know, how you instant pot beans, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's basically the same. So I did that. I put them in the refrigerator. The next thinking, I'm going to have these for dinner the next night. Like, got this. Right, I've got this. Um, and so I made the sauce, and they say to, you know, it's the tomatoes and then some bean broth. Right. That kind of simmers for about an hour, and then you bake it for another, like, 45 minutes. So they were delicious. Yeah. But it takes a while to get there. Okay, um, yeah, yeah, fair yeah. enough. Fair yeah, yeah. And then I also wanted to note on this, when I, because this was just a little panic I had, I reviewed the ingredient list, but missed in the recipe, which it's not oh. called on the ingredient list, that they want you to reserve a cup and a half of bean broth for the tomato sauce. And since I had made the beans the night before, it wasn't like I was just like, it wasn't, yeah. everything wasn't just there. And I ended up having enough in the Tupperware that I had the beans in overnight. But I had thought I was all together on this recipe, and then I thought, bean right. broth? They didn't say anything about bean broth anywhere Ugh, else. That's frustrating. <laughs> so, I hate it when, when yeah. recipes do that. And I have to admit, like, when I cooked this, I just reviewed the ingredients list and then cooked it. And so I probably simmered the tomato sauce for five minutes. You know, Instead of the whole, instead like, 45 of the full, minutes for to the hour. Yeah. And, I can't tell you that I've ever noticed a difference. And a lot of times when I make this on a weeknight, I skip the pesto. And I hadn't even thought about, you know, just buying pesto and putting it on top. Mm-hmm. You know, if the way that I make it, and I kind of feel bad because <laughs> when you told me, I was like, oh. Um, like you went down the long road. Oh, <laughs> crap. I should have said something. You know, like I think I think I've actually used. I think what this is, what I like about this recipe, take big lima beans Bake them in tomato sauce with feta cheese. So I think you honestly, at the end of the day, could super hack this and just make some big lima beans in your Instapot. Take Mm -hmm. a good, decent jar of tomato sauce that you Mm -hmm. like. Yeah. Dump it in. 
Yeah. Mix it up, add the feta, bake it for 40 minutes. I don't think you can get away from the baking for 40 minutes, but sometimes that's okay. If you're not doing anything well, that night. Eh. Yeah, that's very hands-off. I don't right. care about it, like a 40-minute bake. That is... Right. Yeah, that's yeah. nice. So I like the concept of this dish. Mm-hmm. I had kind of forgotten about the time. And I have to tell you, like, I've made this a bunch of times, and I... You know, I usually like just take break down a can, a twenty eight ounce can of whole tomatoes, and simmer mm-hmm. it with some tom- with some onions and garlic. Mm-hmm. Put oregano in it, fold in the beans, pop it in the oven with some feta cheese, and call it a day. Okay, all right, yeah. You know, so yeah. I feel bad that you spent a lot of time on that, but well, you know, I did it to a T, and which is great, which is good. Um. And they were very good and flavorful. And what I liked about this, too, was that a lot, like, my lima bean recipe that I usually use is the one from Mom, which is, like, oh, the brown so sugar. And, I mean, it's amazingly delicious. And I really love it. But it, it's that brown sugary. Mm. I don't mm-hmm. know. There might be some mustard in there. Maybe put some There's bacon on of, top. Yeah. It's really rich, really mm-hmm. dairy ha- dairy forward. I love it. Um, and we can yes. put a rest. We'll take a picture of the the card that it's on, and we'll put it in our show yeah. notes. Um, but yeah, this is a different direction for sure. It is, yeah. So it's nice to have something that feels totally different with lima beans for me. And it's yeah, and it's like a filling dish. But so what I want to talk about, make sure we don't forget, is that you and I both mm-hmm. used a company that we love, which is Rancho Gordo Beans. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I'm in love with this company. Um, so if you haven't heard of them before, they specialize in just beans. They grow heirloom beans and mm-hmm. some native Mexican Latin American plants. Um, I've been ordering from them for years. Um, so they have giant lima and giant Christmas lima, which I typically get. It's when they have more available. It's got a red and white model color. It's kind of cool looking. Yeah, I happen to have some Christmas limas left still, so Mm. I use them for this recipe. And I do also love Rancho Gordo beans. And a cool pro tip on this is that Mm. if you order over $75 in beans in the U.S., they have free shipping, which is amazing. And $75 worth of beans seems like a lot, but it actually is not because beans are so easy to store and they don't take a lot of room in your pantry. They keep forever, and they look so pretty when you put them mm-hmm. in your. You feel you like know. you kind of have Ida Garten's kitchen. Like, you look do. At my gorgeous beans in jars. Yes, yes, and they are gorgeous <laughs> beans, and also beans. I feel like in general are both like frugal, mm-hmm. earth friendly. They're healthy sources of fiber and protein, and I feel like ordering specialty beans like this. I'm like it's. It feels decadent, right. even though it's actually very budget friendly. Right, I That's what agree. I, love about it. I agree. Yeah. Um, just so our listeners know, we are not currently sponsored by Rancho Gordo. This is not an ad. We just actually no, really love just, them. Yeah. Um, yeah. but they could Rancho Gordo if you're listening. <laughs> Send us beans. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, so anyway, in summary, Rancho Gordo, totally awesome. We'll put a link in our show notes, um, and you should yes. check them out. Um, I am due for another bean order, so I'm going to do the same. Oh, oh! so we got down the Rancho Gordo track. We forgot to rate the recipe. I'm going to do a two-parter because I think I would give the concept of this recipe a five out of five. I make it all mm-hmm. the time, and I really like it. The recipe itself, I would give like a two. 
Oh, really? Because you think it's just totally too complicated Because I think it's unrealistic, it and I, I get really irritated when there's something in the ingredients that you're supposed to have, like, pulled, and it's not in the ingredients. When something in directions, excuse me, that you should have pulled, and it's oh, not in the ingredients. Yeah, and that's like a... That's a... Mm, that really kills me. So I'm going to put in the show notes a little summary of how I make this, and then maybe okay, our listeners yeah. can try that. I think that's a good idea because I am a five out of five on the concept of this because I will definitely make it again. And also I was thinking too, as I was having this, I thought with like some like good country bread and Mm. some wine, Mm -hmm. I feel very like Deborah Madison, Alice Waters eating this. I feel like if you had hipster friends you needed to impress, like hipster vegetarian friends, this would be a great dinner party dish. Yeah. Yeah. We love it. Okay. Next one. Moon or along. What did we end with? Yeah. Uh, Last one chickpea shawarma flatbread from vegetarian adventures uh i picked this recipe for a couple reasons first james um from his time in england huge shawarma fan apparently they have it all over the place there never been just heard a lot of his shawarma stories Mm -hmm. uh so he loves it and i was hoping he would like this recipe and also i remember that your middle child really likes chickpeas right yes she is (laughs) So she calls chickpeas fart pills, which is just sometimes kids are just hilarious, hilarious, hilarious. And there she's like, oh, are we having fart pills tonight? I'm just like, would you stop and not call them that? Uh, But yeah. So anytime we break out the chickpeas in our house. appetizing yeah yeah that's what comes out so oh god i'm dying over here um i wish i could call them that maybe i will anyway uh this recipe i like it it's very little cooking you just toss a couple cans of of chickpeas with olive oil and spices and then you serve it up with some store-bought hummus some flatbread tomatoes and the yogurt sauce Mm -hmm. yeah i agree that this was an easy recipe to make up so i always i often roast chickpeas just in a little bit of olive oil with mm. some spices for a snack. Um, and so I, and my kids love that. So mm. that's what I did with this because it just, I knew that that would make an extra, right. just make it they extra delicious it. and everyone. Yeah, exactly. So, so that's what I did and, and I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I should have done that. Cause I ended up trying to saute the chickpeas for a while in an attempt to crisp them up. But I think if I had roasted them, it would have gone a little better mm-hmm. for that. Um, you know, five minutes, though, if you're not up for roasting, if you don't want to heat up your 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 oven and you're just like, I just need to eat something and get some dinner on the yeah. table. Yeah. Five minutes. Warm up the beans and the spices and olive oil. And it's it's really delicious. You know, uh, this is great for leftovers for lunch. And James really mm-hmm. liked it, too. He thought the shawarma f- flavors were on point. He was super into the yogurt sauce. Uh, so I would give this a four out of five forks. Um I did make my own flatbread, but we'll talk about that in the smorgasbord. That was a little insane. Uh, what was your what was your rating for this recipe, Betsy? Yeah, I also like this. So I'm going to give it a four out of five because I would make it again, probably toasting the, the chickpeas. But I think you're absolutely right. Like, I know sometimes when we talk to mom and she's like, well, I just had oatmeal for dinner, which is mm. totally fine. Um, but this is like in that category. If right. you're like... All I have in me is having cereal for dinner. You could make this. A hundred percent. If you've got some, you know, honestly, if you had some romaine lettuce or a bag of salad instead of having pita, like put this in on a salad. 
you know, and you could do yeah. that. I feel like it's pretty flexible um, in terms of that or like a big, thick piece of toast, like turn it into fancy toast and don't do pita. Yeah. Put the hummus down on Put the hummus, chickpeas, yeah, yogurt, tomatoes, and you've got your fancy hipster toast. Yeah, we're into the hipsters tonight with the. With I think this. that's the theme. theme. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree. I think that was nice. I like the flavors. It it was a good thing to have mm-hmm. as sort of like a something in the back of my head to think about. Right. Yeah. Right. Like all it. right. So let's uh let's wrap this up. I you know I really liked all the recipes this week, but if I had to mm-hmm. pick a winner. You know, I'm going to go I'm going to go with the concept of the lima beans. I just love that recipe so much. I know the recipe itself was like kind of a dud, but I loved the idea of it. Yeah, I'm with you on that. It was I liked that one for me because it was a new I had mm. sort of discovered new flavors with the beans and a different way to do them and everyone liked them at my house and I like that beans are a make for like a budget-friendly, healthy, mm-hmm. nutritious dinner too so right that was good yeah that was my winner nice so any of these recipes sound good make sure to check out our show notes and grocery list at www.dinnersisters.com and there you will find the links to all the recipes any tips or techniques we discussed as well as a link to our shopping list and spreadsheet nice so you alluded to the smorgasbord earlier, Kate, when you were talking about the shawarma. Okay, yeah. So when I was reading through this recipe, I realized, oh, I'll need a pita or a flatbread. And then I realized, oh, what an awesome coincidence, because I got a new mini cookbook in the mail, Yogurt by Malia. Malia, by the way, is a um, a blogger. She's got a blog, a food blogger, and she, under the, um, my name is Yeah. I think it's Yeah name in any case the cookbook that she wrote is a short stack book which are super super fun all right for those of us not in the know what is a short stack cookbook right okay so short stacks are published by a company called well short stack editions um they're Mm. small format they're like less than 100 pages they're all paperback books and they're focused on only one ingredient per book with only one author so Right. So the one I got by Molly yeah, was yogurt. They've done one for like lemons, apples, butter, uh, rhubarb, and like almost 30 other topics. Oh, okay. So yeah. I feel like I would probably like the rhubarb one. Although, Kate, it's, it's super expensive for me to get rhubarb in the South. Yeah. But no, I, I think these sound interesting. And I would. So do you get a subscription to these or it's just like you just buy them one off? So I can't. I don't know if they still do subscription, but you can buy them in like batches. They offer like oh, fruits okay. or veggies or whatever. Um, yeah. Or you can order like editions 30 through 37, you know, things like that. You know, honestly, this is the first one that I've actually bought for myself. I usually okay. give them as gifts in packs of three because they're they're not expensive. They're like 12, 15 bucks. I'd have to look it up. Um, I, okay. I should have written that down. But, you know, you give a pack of three and it's a lovely birthday present for someone who likes to cook because. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. You know, one topic. And so her book goes all things yogurt from like breakfast through dessert, which is really kind of fun. And, and, and you know, a different thing. And, and they're beautiful. They're really pretty. They're soft cover these bright graphic covers. So it really is kind of a nice looking gift to give somebody. 
Okay, so tell me about the shawarma and how does that tie in to these, this cookbook series? Yeah, 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 right. So Malia has a recipe for yogurt pita in the book. And so I was like, oh, I should totally make this with the chickpea shawarma. And I was very pleased. I will say, don't do what I did and think this is a great weeknight project because dough takes time to rise and then you'll be starving to death. Um, But... Uh, it was delicious. It made this nice pillowy flatbread for the shawarma. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. But it was still delicious. If you're not, you know, like into weeknight projects, which, you know, I shouldn't be. I've got like, honestly. Right. This would be a great right. weekend thing because they froze really well. Oh, okay. Well, that's kind of fun. Yeah. So, and that sounds more realistic. So, <laughs> right. Because <laughs> no one is making their own pitas. <laughs> Seven o'clock like, at night. Yeah, you can just dinner. make this shawarma in five minutes, but you will spend three hours making pitas <laughs> for them. For it. Yeah, there was one point I was like, "This recipe is crazy," and I was like, "Oh no, you're making pitas. That's crazy." You're like, Got "Kate's it. crazy, not yeah. the recipe." Right. That's right. the lesson here. Lesson yeah. learned. So <laughs> I did not do this. I bought my pitas at the grocery store. <laughs> Like and a, then I like used a, a can of chickpeas. <laughs> yeah. Right. And it was super fast. Okay. So you, how do you buy these things? Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can go online to their site, which we'll put the link in, but just in case you're, you know, writing stuff down, it's www.shortstackeditions.com. I've also seen them in some independent bookstores or specialty kitchen stores. We have one of those in Providence. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, honestly, like, if you want to really see everything that they have, go online, check out their and you, their store, and you can kind of pick through and, and pick the ones you want. Well, that's fun. I'll put the link in the show notes, and you can all go check them out with me. Yeah. I mean, I think you're going to find your favorite ingredient and just have to buy it. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. So anyway, that's it for this week. I am already looking forward to next week. We have mm-hmm. tacos on deck. Um, which are a bit of a twist, which should be delicious. Yeah, I'm looking forward to those tacos, too. And they kind of go with this vegetarian meatless theme. Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to be doing some sweet potato tacos. So that'll be fun. Delicious. Mm -hmm. So that's what's for dinner. See you next time on The Dinner Sisters. We'll save a spot at the table for you. Would you like a little dinner in your inbox every week? Subscribe to our newsletter by going to our website, www.dinnersisters.com, for show notes, grocery lists, and other fun stuff. Got some dinner ideas? Shoot us an email at dinnersisterspodcast at gmail.com. Lastly, as per usual, if you like what you're hearing, please review and subscribe. That's how people get to know us. Thanks, and happy eating.